0: One, two, three, four, just another day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day, and
1: to some good old country records on the radio, and yeah, what else can I say? Welcome back to the show. I'm Ryan Shores. With me, as always, on the soundboard is Mr. Robert Timothy. Woo-hoo! Dave is out at Comic Con that you could not drag him away
2: from there with wild horses. Every year he does Comic Con where he photoshops Olivia Munn into a photo with himself and <laughs> pretends that they know each other. Yeah. Uh, so uh
1: filling in for him. Here's a guy that uh, I have been working the road with for over ten years. We've been doing stand-up together. He's like a cousin to me. Mr. Dave Wright, everybody.
0: Hello, degenerates. Woo! Thanks for being on the show, man. Thank you for having me. Thank I, you for having me.
1: I, uh, we, me and Dave got to perform for the together for for the first time in a while, that uh, last Thursday at my show at Burning Beard, you did great. Thank you. That some... is a
0: great show, by the it way. It really is. That really, really is. If anybody's out there, trust me, that's the one you want to get to in El Cajon.
1: I, uh, I, I got to meet uh, your, uh, your, your that, that hot little piece you got there with yeah. you. That, uh, how did What's that happen? <laughs> <laughs> S- suckered the right girl. But into... Isn't that what it's all about, though? <laughs> isn't that why we get into stand up to, to, to trick a girl into being with us that we have no business being with whatsoever, yeah. I know that's what I did. Yeah, you know it's funny. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Aaron, my wife, dude, she did marry the loser before me. Here's what's funny: I don't think I've ever told this this story before on the air. Is that after my now wife kicked her husband to the curb, her ex husband for being a drugged out loser, he, he started you know cyber stalking me when we got together. Right, I can kind of feel how this must have gone down for him. Because I put some pieces together, he went to my page and went, "Ah, wanna be comic? That's funny. That's funny." Ah, got some accomplishments here. Shit. Okay. And then I'm sure he must have seen someone that happened to put that day. Hey, man, big fan. Because he then became obsessed with texting Aaron and trying to impress on her that he he now has a fan base of his own. That's right, wasn't he doing motivational tweets? Right, right, he's like, he's like you know, your you're new guy's not the only one with a fan base, I got a lot of fans, I'm a motivational speaker now! She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do motivational tweets, I've got thousands of people that love me! She's like, I please stop calling.
2: I like how he literally turned into Matt Foley. Yeah. I am a motivational speaker!
1: <laughs> you're gonna be smoking lots of doobies when you're in a van! <laughs> down by the river I love his, his, his whole thing with not only did he adopt this career as a motivational speaker overnight, but in the same amount of time, just gained a, a legion of fans oh, that rivaled my own. And by the way, you know who is the most successful motivational speakers?
2: People with severe drug problems who have yet to beat them.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you really work hard and follow my advice, you too could be divorced with a meth problem <laughs> and living in Kansas. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: Who follows that is what
1: I'm asking. Nobody. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not I mean, to his chagrin. How bad what?
0: is your life? <laughs> You're like, you know what? I need to get this tweet in my existence. He might have figured something
2: out, though, because he still legitimately might be the most popular motivational speaker in Kansas.
1: I mean, that's a possibility. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I may have told this story uh, several years ago when it first happened, Mm -hmm. uh, but you weren't on the air with (laughs) us to to talk about it, is the uh, ill-fated road gig we did in, was it Apple Valley?
0: Death Valley. Death Valley. Livermore or something? Uh, I don't know.
2: None of those places are close to each other, by the way. You guys just named three places in California that are very distant from one another. It was
0: definitely out in Death Valley. I know. It was Apple Valley. Whatever. Okay.
1: So...
2: (laughs) Livermore so anyway, is in the Bay Area, Death Valley's down in the desert, D- D- Apple Valley. But
1: Dave and I have played all three of those places together, so I don't know which one it was. It, it was, okay, I can tell you this, it was in a shithole where yeah. like every third uh, business was like not only just, not like for lease, like abandoned, yeah. blown out windows, no roof. Yeah, yeah it, like it was just like abandoned church, Burger King, abandoned Wendy's, <laughs> abandoned car thing. Yeah. Anyway, so... um, we're out there. We're, like we we pull in the night before the gig, yeah. and we need some food. All right, it, it, it's uh, what is it? Midnight? Maybe well, we're
0: going out to we were going out to Joe Charles. Yeah, so Joe Charles was going to headline, and he had you and I come up for our features. Yeah, you drove up from San Diego, met me in L.A. Right, right, and then we drove all the way out to whatever valley it was that was <laughs> in the middle of That's fucking right. yeah, I took nowhere. The, I took
1: the train to see you. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you picked me up, and we're okay. So yeah. by the time we got to the shitty, <laughs> Whatever awful town that, we, that it was in. Like, it was it was time to eat. <laughs> but like I said, most of the places were either abandoned yeah. or closed. So bad. So we finally found a parking lot with a Taco Bell that was open.
0: Oh, no, no, no. There was more than that. Okay. <laughs> there was a... Uh, so we pull in, and Joe Charles was like, hey, we, we don't have any food here. You guys might want to just grab something before you get to the house. We got beer, though. And we went, okay, yeah. great. So, yeah. Yeah. so we pull into this nothing of a strip mall in the middle of god knows where and there's a subway and you're like let's go to subway and yeah. i was like Ugh, i don't know we pull literally pull right up to the front of the thing and i go y- you know what I was on a road trip once with Jesse Egan, and we ate Subway, and I blew out my asshole for the rest of the trip, <laughs> so maybe we don't go to that one. You know what?
2: Wait, wait, wait. That seems like uh, correlation rather than causation.
0: How do you know Jesse Egan didn't cause that? Oh, no, definitely not. That okay. was, yeah, 100%, that was the Subway in, the, in Barstow. Uh, <laughs> you could see them, like, picking up the, uh, uh, the the containers of mayo that were, like, sweating and, uh, like, dripping oh. it over the meat that was coming from the water that oh. they pulled it out of, and he was just like, oh, this is going to get." That's definitely dysentery in there. I didn't, I didn't know that was available on this foot. Every sandwich has cheese. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, exactly. Blue cheese in yeah, one way yeah. or another. Yeah. So we, we pull out to the place, we pull right up to it, and I'm like, you know what, man, listen, I had this bad experience, let's not do it. Let's go to this Taco Bell, because at least everything they got there comes in a tube or a bag, so I know it's somewhat sanitary. Uh, you're the only person I've ever met who's like,
2: no, 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 I don't want gastrointestinal issues later, let's go to Taco Bell.
1: Right, man, it was it was a real close call. Yeah.
0: You haven't seen the area that I was in. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was the fine dining establishment upset uh, area.
1: Both of these food ingredients are gross, but one is not exposed to the elements just, of this yeah. area.
0: <laughs> yeah, the most
2: racist thing I ever heard in my life wasn't Trump's, like, go back to Mexico or they're all rapist. It was actually when, uh, last year, in the United States, Taco Bell was voted the number one Mexican food restaurant, and oh, I was God. like, that's just racist as shit right there.
0: <laughs> the only time that happens is when you're in Wilmington, Delaware. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Mexicans, we don't have it. We got a Taco Bell. It's right. a lovely
1: place. <laughs> yeah, so we pull into the drive-thru of the Taco Bell. Yeah. Now, uh, the uh, now Dave, as you can probably <laughs> tell from just his few minutes on the air, he's a very personable guy. <laughs> he uh, likes to say hello to people. He's not a cold fellow. Not at all. So the, uh, the, the, the speaker box comes on. Welcome to Taco Bell, what do you want? He says it like that. I swear to God, he said, what do you want?
0: This was not a man listening to Motivational.
1: No. <laughs> no. That guy needs to find a meth head in Kansas City to really amp him up. So anyways, um, he, uh, he goes, welcome to Taco Bell, what do you want? And uh, uh, he goes, uh, Dave goes, uh, uh, well, we'll get, a, we'll get a Chalupa Supreme and a, and, a, and a burrito. yeah." And he goes, all right. And Dave goes... How you doing, man? I don't know why he chose to ask this gentleman how he was doing after that warm greeting we got, that cordial hello, but he goes, how you doing, man? And the guy responds, no shit, I'm at a Taco Bell in Apple Valley at midnight. How do you think I'm doing? And Dave, we we were both shocked, like our mouths fell open in the car. So Dave tries to save the situation, he goes, well... Hope you get out of there soon, <laughs> and the, he just nervously no, no, no. laughs. No, no. <laughs> he nervously laughs. Better than that, I said. Well,
0: probably won't be here forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 which is technically no, no. a literal truth. He has yeah. to die at some point. Well, I didn't even mean it that meant. I meant like, well, you, you know, your shift will be over soon. You yeah, know?
1: yeah. And but he laughs at the end. He he, yeah. did, he did like a nervous laugh at the end. Yeah. And this guy goes, "Are you fucking making fun of me?" <laughs> He <laughs> cursed. Is this all through the
0: speaker box? Yeah, this is all through the speaker yeah, box. We haven't
1: seen this individual. There anymore. is <laughs> records of this. <laughs> so he goes, are you fucking making fun of me? And, he, and Dave's like, what, what, what's happening right yeah. now? No, I'm not making yeah. fun of you. He's like, pull around. No, and then I made an idiot. <laughs> then I
0: was, I was really nervous. So then I said, he was like, well, have you ever worked at a... Taco Bell before and yeah. I, said, I was like, uh the answer being a hundred percent no. I was like, well, no, I've worked at fast food before. Still a hundred percent no. Right. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. trying to just empathize with this man. Like, right. no, I totally get it. And you know, no big deal. I'm Gear. a man of the people. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You didn't want to you didn't want to go, ew, no, yeah. gross, I'm yeah. a real person. I'm one I'm one of you, man. Don't yeah. don't fucking do something. We're we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> so then we would Ryan and I are looking at each other like, what the fuck just happened? Like, is this real? Is this is like I, we just got said fuck through a little box was <laughs> right. told to me you know yeah so I pull
1: around guy in a paper hat just said go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah so I pull around and, uh, and what does the guy say? So the guy he pulls out and Dave, like he's still trying to win this guy over. He's like he's like the uh, unapproving father we all both have. Just I, like, I, by the way,
2: I do this too. When I when I find myself in situations with people who are doing customer service and I feel like I fucked up, I will also work to the end to try and fix the situation. Instead of doing what I should just do and be like, This is a two and a half minute relationship and I should abandon it at the end. I'm always like, I can win him. Yeah. I can get him over. I
1: can fix this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Dave is in fix this mode. This is all so the guy pulls up and he's already scowling as he opens the window, oh, yeah. and um, uh, so Dave's like, "Hey, buddy, I, I I don't know if we got off to the wrong foot. Yeah. <laughs> I I just I really want to let you know I wasn't trying to talk down to you or anything." The guy rolls his eyes and goes, "Whatever," and then he pokes his head out the window, looks at Dave's Lexus he was driving at the time, and goes, "Lexus," <laughs> and slams the window. Now, is he saying that like, oh, this guy
2: in Alexis is coming up and telling me shit. What does he know? Or is he saying... Well, that's not a beamer. Like which of those two No, it I'd was the th- it
1: was the first one. Okay. It, it was it yeah. was this prick in a luxury car. Gotcha. And I'm a Taco Bell, and yeah. how dare the universe. Yeah. So anyways, I think even
0: further is like he didn't believe me that I didn't work in a fast <laughs> food <classroom> place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could, yeah.
1: Could have made it to Lexus Status, especially yeah, right, right. used Lexus status. <laughs> <laughs> so So this guy is incensed at the fact that Dave's driving a used Lexus. Yeah. And and so he slams the window, takes the He slams the window. And um, we see him come back with the food. He stops and thinks for a minute takes the food and disappears back from whence he came with it and me and Dave looked at each other and goes there's no way we're eating this fucking food. Yeah. There's not a <laughs> chance in hell. He, he like so opens up the window, throws the food into the car, like literally throws it and go, and then slams the window again without a word and we just took it directly to the front of the Taco Bell, deposited it into the trash can and oh. ate that fucking subway. <laughs>
0: And the thing that solidified it all was when he was doing the food out the window, he didn't make any eye contact. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Which was oh, just yeah. like, not even like a go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> it's just a solid like. <laughs> Maybe
1: this was even too by, far for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might be a bad Maybe what I was. just did, it was a little bit extreme. Kudos
2: to you two for being mature enough not to just throw that onto the glass front door oh. so he also has to
1: clean it up later on. You oh, know God. what? We both regretted not doing that. Yeah. Like, the whole drive back from that show, uh, like, the. Next, no, sorry, like two days later, yeah. we were like, man, we. We should have gone back there and and at least, like, given them some business. Like, we're two stand-up comics, and we were just fucking baffled by a heckler. How do we not come up with something?
2: Oh, I'm glad I wasn't in the back seat, because I I love hosting. I would have gone into host mode. I'm like, oh, no, the feature's dying. I better jump in there. And I'd be like, in the background as you guys pulled up, I'm like, let's hear it
0: for the troops. (laughs) It was, let's hear it for the troops. This guy apparently had been there. What did he say? He was like, I'd been here. Six uh, years? He was something like that was the other part yeah it was like oh man i hope you're not gonna be here long and he's like i've been here for seven years and that's like, oh shit hey what if this was this guy's moment what if this was the
2: equivalent of that scene in fight club where brad pitt puts the 357 to the head of the guy yeah. who wants to be a veterinarian you yeah, know yeah. like what if this was his moment where he's like six years this motherfucker and alexis
0: came by. i just can't do it anymore i'm going back to school that's what's going on like, I, I didn't think he was going back to school in the back of my head no, i'm like how do you not get promoted after no seven school. years if how <laughs> I are mean, you working the midnight shift at a right. Taco Bell and wherever the fuck the valley this place is and you've been here for so Oh, did your years. customer service skills not to get you a day shift? <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> flabbergasted.
1: <laughs> we don't trust you with more keys. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, but they said uh let's not he's definitely someone's nephew. And they're like, let's just put him where he might not see any people. That's the only yeah, this kid had a personality disorder. Wow. <laughs> Was,
0: he wasn't even on the spectrum. He was just straight up. a. I don't even know. That dude was mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Dave, there was a story uh, that from a uh, road trip I was not on with mm-hmm. you, though, that I've been wanting to hear for years. And you mm-hmm. said that uh, I, I've texted you a couple of times. Like, dude, what happened? And you're <laughs> like, it's too much to tell. Yeah. I'll just I'll just tell you in person. I wanted to wait till you were actually on my show. Yeah. It involved uh, a show that you were on with Trenton Davis and Zoltan. First of all, awesome lineup there. Uh, where was it? Uh, it was out in
0: Bakersfield.
1: Bakersfield. Yes. Say no more. Yes. I've traveled. To, my comedy
0: career has taken me to the heights of <laughs> the nicest places in Dallas I heard out there
1: that <laughs> that he dined at a Delta. Wow. Yes, yes. And the gentleman was only half as rude. Uh, we so had anyway. Burger
0: King. It was royalty. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: very regal. Yes. Uh, um, so uh, what happened? I've heard. The, I've, I've just heard whisperings of this story.
0: Okay, okay so uh, so this was a bar show, and uh, long story short, we get up there. Traditional kind of bar show. Oh, wasn't it
1: wasn't at the Bakersfield Resort and Casino. Yeah,
0: no, it was. It was definitely not at the Grand Hyatt of, of <laughs> Bakersfield. Uh, so we get there, and it was place was starting to get packed. Show was going great. They had a pool table. Now, years before this. I got an advice from uh, Dangerous Dick Uh and another comedian here in San Diego. Was
1: it the jet fuel can't melt steel beams? (laughs) (laughs) I I
0: like where that's (laughs) at. This was no conspiracy. Oh, good, good, good. And he told me if you're ever doing a bar show, Go over and take the cue ball. Take the cue ball. He, he, told, he told me
1: that too. They can't play pool during your set.
0: Exactly.
2: No, so you can get a lot of, hey, where the fuck is the cue ball? <laughs> yeah. Right As you're in your <laughs> setup.
1: You, you can get a big guy uh, by uh, flipping the table yeah. and going, <laughs> God damn it, I paid a quarter already. Yeah, you
2: have to you have to draw that line, which is worse. A bunch of balls clacking loudly throughout the set, or every once in a while going, What motherfucker took the cue ball? <laughs> All right,
0: continue. I opted for the cue ball. So. <laughs> Knowing I could handle myself in said situations verbally. Okay. Uh, so I took the cue ball, and I go over to Trenton Davis, uh, an African-American comedian. And I give it to him, and I say, In oh, Bakersfield,
1: man. that might come into play. Yes.
0: And, it, and in this particular case, it did. Oh. So, <laughs> so I give him the cue ball. I tell him a brief story, just like I told you about this one. Ha, ha, ha. Comedy genius. Take the cue ball. Yeah. So I give it to him. I go up. I crush. Not to pat myself on the back, it was a bar show. Those are some of my favorites. Anyway, longer story shorter. End of the show's going on. Everything's going great. The owner of of the club comes over to Trenton Davis and says, you stole my cue ball. I'm seeing this out of the corner of my eye. I have no idea what's going on, and Technically, but here's here's what I did see happening was Trenton was over there talking to, uh, you know, a group of people that you do after a show, right. you know, yeah, yeah. you're doing great, blah, blah, blah. And you said this is after the show, not this during? Right after the show.
1: Okay. So yeah. all, everyone's gone up. Headliner
0: is done. Yeah, everything's done. Okay. It's literally at the end. Oh, story gets a little bit better. Not only did I take the cue ball, I gave it to the bouncer and I explained uh, to the bouncer why I didn't want the cue ball there. So he took it and put it behind a bar. So now I'm back. We're doing a thing. Blah, now that, blah, blah.
1: that makes me breathe a little easier because I thought you said you gave it to Trenton and now he says, you stole my cue ball and it's on him. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the thing
0: is I gave it to Trenton when I went on stage. And then I came back and I took it from Trent and I gave it to the bouncer. Okay, I understand. and because he was going on stage. Right. Yeah. So, cue ball, not
2: something you can easily hide in your jeans pocket. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, we won't even get into why yeah. somebody would do such a thing. So, uh, I mean, I get it, it's Bakersfield, but that's probably the wrong way to get an eight. Ball. Right. So, <laughs> so what happened was I'm sitting there and out of the no, you know out of the corner of my eye, I see him talking to people, and then all of a sudden I see him talking to like a bunch of dudes, like big guys, and the guys kind of like yelling in his face you know and i'm like what the fuck is going on so i go over to be like hey 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 guys what's you know what's up and he goes that guy stole my cue ball and i go no he didn't and he goes looks at me and goes what and i said i did and he goes huh and i said yeah and i gave it to your bouncer so it's behind your bar right now and he goes what and i said yeah you got the cue ball <laughs> so it's like gave game a clue yeah. so yeah so so first things first he's like poking him in the chest being like you know So I talked to Trenton afterwards and he was basically Trenton said, He was making it somewhat like, hey, black kid, like you're the guy that took the fucking thing. Right. So when I came over teal. Yeah. So when I come over looking like, you know, every fucking white guy under the sun, being like, no, 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 I'm the one that stole it from you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah. He's like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, His
0: jaw fucking was just (laughs) like, What the fuck did you just tell me? (laughs) My racism cannot be expressed at this moment. (laughs) So turns out the guy that owned the bar was a fucking cop in Bakersfield. Wow. Yeah. So now we're dealing with a racist cop. In Bakersfield, pointing and poking him in the chest, saying like, "Hey man, you stole my fucking oh, <laughs> cue ball."
1: Jesus! Now, now what? Now once you you let him know the the deal that you took it's behind the bar, there was no mm-hmm. nefarious intent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was his reaction? Was he did he apologize to anybody?
0: Uh, no, I think he said, uh, "Oh, okay then." <laughs> Not a, hey, man, sorry about that. My bad. Not a, hey, great job on stage. Way to make my entire crowd here laugh. I really appreciate you bringing money to my establishment. No, no, it was a, oh, well, we can just leave that on the table and walk away now, can't we? (laughs) (laughs) And then afterwards, we ended up hanging out um, with the Bakersfield Telemundo news crew.
1: Like you do. (laughs) was the weirdest goddamn show. Oh, yeah, because they were probably the only people in town that weren't racist. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you
2: guys made the mistake of taking the ball he liked the most because it was the whitest one. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what went down. It was one of the weirdest uh, just – like, he just – what? No, <laughs> i like, have no, no never we've... seen such a thing. Who's accusing come here I want to express my racism right. by believing that you've ruined my pool game. Hey I, mean... I know what you did you
2: stole my thousand dollar cue ball. Yeah. That was your goal. You're going to drive up to Bakersfield perform a show under your own name and be easily traceable and then you had a real Ocean's Eleven job here <laughs> is that you're stealing this cue ball and going off into the night.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, It's a long con is yeah, what that, that we is. Came, we
0: came to Bakersfield <laughs> to steal your cue ball and your women. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Dave doesn't realize that this actually is Trent Davis' secret plan. He goes to the hotel room later, he pulls a sheet off this pyramid of
1: cue balls he's been cultivating. No, we booked 12 more shows, we're going to steal a ball per, uh, <laughs> we're going ha- to have a fucking whole set in about, about a year's time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, now that, how does that stack up to this Yuma gig you just played? You oh, told God. me that that was even worse. Yeah.
0: So, uh, just to let you know, I do do shows in nicer areas than Yuma. And- right in the middle of the desert. Those and, aren't good stories. Bakersfield, yes. Yeah, so you want to hear just... a funny
1: story? I went up to a club, they treated me nice, they put strawberries in the fucking green room, yes. I did my shit, they paid me, and I went home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These truffle french fries are delicious. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so,
0: we just did a gig, uh, Jesse Egan and I, uh, just did a gig out in Yuma, Arizona. Some bar, something-something uh, saloon where half the sign was out. Mm. And... Uh, so we're driving out there. Now, I don't know if you've ever driven to Yuma. I have. Okay, so you know that basically up until about maybe El Cajon, uh, it's all desert. There's nothing yeah. between here well, and
2: Well, it's mountains, Yuma.
0: and then yes. desert once yes. you hit down the Mountains line. of nothing but rock and bu- like just... No way. In, like, if I, if I had a wooden wheel wagon, there's right. no, yeah, I'd just be like, fuck it, we're dying here. It's there's, very tough. Yeah, there's no way you're making it. And then it's just rubble. So it's just yeah. huge rocks, rubble, sand, like, just dirt. Yeah. Just dirt for miles.
1: It's one of those things that I see a lot when I'm on tour. I, 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 I felt this a few times when I did that Midwest tour, and I was, like, traveling from South Dakota to Iowa. And like, there was, there's was certain times you look at the window and you go, ah, <laughs> I just thought of this. If this car breaks down, we're fucking dead. Yeah, We're just dead. We're yeah. Evan Tanner. It, yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah, There's like, like, Even though I have a cell phone, it doesn't matter. No one will make it in yeah. time. I'll yeah. freeze to death or I'll asphyxiate. It, that's crazy. It's yeah. 2019 and I'm at the mercy of this engine.
0: Yeah, And it's 116 degrees when we get on yep. the other side of the mountain. Oh, it's yeah. just like, oh my God, this is just the worst place. So you're just seeing nothing for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. And then to the right of you, as you're driving... Uh, uh, east to Yuma, you see a long, very, very long metal fence, yep. aka Trump's wall. Right, right, right. Well, it's that been was there for a before, long. Time. Yeah, that was built before Trump was yeah. even uh, even had a show, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> or presidency, as, I, as some of you like to call it. Um, so we're getting there, and I'm just—we're pulling into this town, and it's like, what the fuck is in Yuma right now? Because all in the back of my head, I can think of is the movie Six Ten to Yuma. That's oh, okay, it. 310. three ten, three ten. You doubled it. Yeah, but yeah, it was—I was late.
1: It's—it's a lot of
0: a <laughs> lot of military dudes. That's what you. A place. lot of military. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, if they dude. had
1: missed the three ten, they would have had to get on the six ten.
0: Exactly, exactly. So that's where I was.
2: Were at you guys me. playing that casino out
0: there? No, this was some shitty bars. Oh. something something <laughs> saloon. So uh, we <laughs> so we pull into this place. And it's just like, okay, so this kind of reminds me of Bakersfield. This kind of reminds me of these little desert towns where it's like, you know there's just a look to it I don't know how it is it's like the 1950s with the nuclear explosion going yeah. on behind it it's like that look in every yeah, town yeah the,
1: the hills have eye freaks uh, yes. just started a town and, and just started to yes. ignore the whole thing there's a lot of yes. those little ones in the desert too. yeah
0: it's like the ghost didn't leave so it's still yeah. a town <laughs>
1: and, and like we talked about on a previous episode that's when you see the one hot girl working the gas station counter and yeah. be like, get out of here what are you doing here move
0: <laughs> at least go on Instagram you have a chance yeah right. right. so anyway <laughs> So we get out there, and I we have a guy that opens, and he doesn't do very, very well off the bat. It's all older. Oh, they did line dancing before the show got started. Of course. Ooh. I'm Naturally. not familiar with it. Yet. I don't know what the fuck that is. So right. for me, I'm like, oh, this is getting creepy. Nothing
2: sets up comedy like white people trying to dance. Yeah,
0: yeah. You then, know what I'm
2: saying? Not, not the worst
1: opener I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we had line dancing, and then there was a guy that went on, and he did okay, and then I went up. And I was a little nervous, to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what to do. You know, I was trying to adjust a bunch of my local jokes to see if I could make right. those fit for Yuma, which it didn't. I still called Yuma Southern California, uh, <laughs> called it called it the West Coast. No, I nice. said it on the West Coast a bunch of times, and it's not on the West Coast. It's not on a coast. <laughs> yeah, it's not New York. It's near no. a border, not a coast. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so in the back, I do my thing, yada yada yada. I get to this one part where I. Uh, Dude, like, kind of like a pro-feminist kind of, you know, hey, Mm. lady, sorry about this. And kind of made fun of Trump a couple times. I even made fun of the fence. I was like, why the hell did you guys build this wall there? There's the same dirt on both sides of this thing. (laughs) (laughs) What are you protecting?
1: I have a rule of thumb. If I see one cowboy hat, I don't make fun of Trump. You know
0: what? There was one cowboy hat. Uh That's all it takes. Uh And he was the guy that was from Philadelphia. (laughs) So i said is anybody here and he, yeah, he, 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 he was like I, boor- I was born there get oh. the fuck out of here <laughs> dude you got a cowboy hat on dude you look you look like weathered man you know what i mean he looked like the ca- yeah he looked like the marlboro man like way in retirement <laughs> so uh so i made this stupid statement there so i'm getting heckled by some guy and yada 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 so uh, as soon as i walk outside uh you know i get my set done i did okay uh, but on the back of my head, I was kind of like, "What the hell did you do this Trump shit for, you idiot?" Yeah, like yeah, this is the, the state's collar is literally red. Like, right, what makes yeah, you yeah. think that making this this yeah. West Coast snowflake statement is going to fly over in yeah. this fucking place where people are living in the middle of a desert? So I walk outside. I'm just catching my breath a little bit from the show, I'm from my set, and this guy uh, with a big red beard and he's got a biker jacket on and he comes over to me and was like, "You don't like Trump?" Ooh, not. Hey man, not yeah, yeah, yeah. not nice set, not no, just straight to you don't like Trump. I was like, actually. Uh, I don't really care to be honest with you so that way I could still exist yeah, yeah. in this conversation is, and still try to survive which is not the truth right, right, yeah, yeah, no. I, I know Dave cares very much it, Yeah, so in the back of my head I'm like say nothing say nothing yeah, say right. nothing <laughs> be friendly then I'm back in the back of my head like, Dave just points <laughs> to some black guy walking by he stole a pool ball <laughs> 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 get him <laughs> <a drifter>. let's <laughs> cut his heart out yeah, <laughs> yeah well, get him so I can run away <laughs> so, um, so then it gets even better and I was like yeah I don't really care about uh, uh, politics all that much and he was like oh man well you would love him if you had investments he's like you got what? investments
1: what? <laughs> this fucking guy's got a patch fest and a portfolio no
0: it turns out he's not even a patch vest he's apparently uh 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 what do the hell they call it when they when they're a prospect Prospecting, yeah he's pledging he's pledging, <laughs> the, he's pledging this fraternal order of baker of, of, of yuma bikers
1: <laughs> he's, pl- he's pledging theta hell angel. <laughs> what is this on your chest
2: a pledge
1: pin <laughs> yeah and by the
2: way what a shitty place to be a biker it's like hey I drive the only vehicle that's not capable of AC yeah
0: exactly <laughs> in the middle
2: yeah. oh I'm also six and a half inches off the radiating asphalt <laughs> yes
0: so so in the back of my head, I'm doing everything I can now not to laugh in this guy's face to be like, "Wait a second, I'm getting financial advice from a Trump biker." Right. What the fuck is going on in this world? So, so I go back in and I'm just shaking my head like, "Oh Jesus Christ, this is a fucking scenario that I just dodged." I'm very happy for myself. Let me crack this beer. I didn't drive. I get to drink. Yeah. So yeah. So after the show is done, right? Everything you know, everybody's hanging out. It's, it's you know, they're all happy to have people there. Uh, so the guy that was heckling me the whole time was, he was like this six foot five investment like, banker. No, he was, no, this guy was like, he looked like the default character on any like uh, sports program, sports video game you're going to play where you're like, well, we can add shoulder pads to this. Yeah. <laughs> it just looked like this yoked up dude. And I was, I was made fun of his wife during the show because uh, he was heckling and stuff like that. you didn't that. see him? You didn't see We made friends. We were good. We were good. I balanced it out. It was oh, fine. Okay. So afterwards, he tells me that he got drafted in the NFL. And I was like, well, how the hell did you end up in Yuma, you know? And he's like, oh, well, I got drafted by the Rams back in this time. Da-da-da-da-da. I listened
1: to this motivational speaker on and, Twitter. Uh, on Twitter in
0: Kansas. And it changed my existence. <laughs> and now I own a cue ball factory. <laughs> <laughs> side, <laughs> side note.
2: Uh, how different is the statement I got drafted Depending on how you end it yeah, I, <laughs> I got drafted in 1972 It's a bad story I saw a lot of guys die
1: <laughs> I got drafted Into the NFL By the end of the week I had a penthouse in Miami yeah, I was yeah. doing blow-off strippers
0: Well, that was what he was Starting to tell me Was like, you know, I was like, wow well, That must have been pretty exciting I mean, you got drafted By the Rams You're yeah. in L.A. Like, come on, dude That's gotta be that was blast like, Yeah, that was like uh, 80s then Yeah, and, and the- Yeah, I think it was like Late 80s, early 90s Yeah, early I was like, like yeah. L.A. Rams Okay, yeah. yeah. And that so, was the
2: high point of like LA football too, because you had Howie Long on the Raiders and like yeah. all that kind of stuff yeah, going Yeah, on. when
0: the cocaine was like freely yeah. given away. Yeah, that was that was their oxyconin Um so that was how you that was how they got that extra boost. Yeah. How do you think you get hundred and ten percent? So
1: you're gonna uh, run for eleven thousand yards, it <laughs> helps to have blow yeah, in your exactly. system. Exactly.
0: Those that's what they line the field with. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> They were using it as the marker job. It was the Lawrence Taylor era. That's not necessarily not wrong, so.
0: You look to get tackled. in Yeah. So, so he's telling me these stories about all this, that, and the other, and he's like, oh, yeah, and then, you know, I, I, didn't, you know, I didn't really make the starting team. I got cut by the team, and as opposed to shopping myself around, I just said, fuck it, I'm going to go right into the military, and he would join the Army for 20 years. Whoa. Yeah, and I was like, wow, man, that must have been crazy. I was like, you know, so that's like, yeah. did you miss it? You know what I mean? He was like, no. You, you don't understand. Th- this, these are not my words. Let me make sure this is very well-placed okay. and stated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if there's a way to put a legal claim in, in here, yeah. <laughs> please do that at this point in time. So he says, uh, oh, no, no. When you, when you line up uh, in, the, in the hairs, one of them towel heads, and you pull the trigger, that's better than any tackle. <laughs> I just, Whoa. This is right after getting financial advice from a biker. So yeah, I yeah, understand. Yeah. My head is still kind of spinning from that one. <laughs> so, so I Anyone got a brown paper bag I can breathe into. Yeah. I got yeah. my legs under me here. Well, he's making eye—he's making eye contact with me as he's telling this story, like you know, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. you shoot a towel head. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Friday nights, yeah. right?
2: When you go out and just shoot Arab people. Yeah.
0: yeah, you have a comparable story, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh wow, man, that's crazy. So then he comes over, so I walk away after, you know, politely finding a way to exit the conversation as quickly as one can. I'm back over hanging out with Jesse and them, and now, of course, everybody's coming over because, you know, he's selling T-shirts and stuff. And he was just like, "Yeah, I don't remember what he said, something to the extent of, I don't remember how he got there, but he said, you know what? I do want to move out of here. I want to move to Alabama. I said, oh in the back of my head I was like it's first it like, guy to ever say that yeah. I was like is it because abortion's illegal there is that what it is It's because they treat women horribly because right. that may be it because this is what I can see and he, he he said something better and he said uh, no because in Alabama they passed a law where you don't have to stop on the highway if they've got protesters he said I would love to just run one of those fuckers over <laughs> and I was just wow. like cool, man, we got to get the fuck out
2: of yeah, here. Yeah, we, we, uh, we, we got some other things yeah. to do. Yeah. Hey, if you
1: want to hurt somebody, there's a Taco Bell in Apple Valley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll give you directions. Yes. His name is Fuckstein. <laughs> He'll be working the
0: late shift. He's been there for years. It's
1: crazy, like, the, some of the people that go into the military completely unbalanced. And l- Listen to this. Oh. This is a, an actual law, is that uh, you have to be off any psych meds for two or more years to get into the military now, uh, which I yeah. think is the most backwards yeah. fucking... Uh, it, it, it should be the opposite. Yeah. Like, all right,
2: you should all be medicated.
1: You should all be medicated, because now guys that really need their psych drugs... Are off them for two years, yeah. and they go, "Oh, you've been off your meds for two years, crazy guy. Come on in. Here's a gun." Like I'm like, I, I would be more prone to be like a guy's like, "Yeah, I got problems, but I'm medicated and I'm going to therapy." Like, welcome to the army, motherfucker. Yeah. Like so that, and then that, that's it's a really scary thing. Like, um, you know, we used to work in the healthcare field. I have uh, a couple of uh, MDS that are really good friends of mine, and uh, my friend Marika, who's a uh, an internist, she had this kid come in, and he has got like, um autism and Asperger's and he really wants to go into the military right so he needs uh, to go into this ROTC program he needs for her to sign off on that now this just happened a few days ago and so he comes in and he's wearing a sweatshirt with like a uh, a, a big armored tank with some guy firing uh, uh, off it into a crowd of people Jesus and then he takes it off and it's uh, the t-shirt is another depiction of someone shooting people And just based on that, she's like, I'm going to need you to refer you to psych. You know, this is, I'm an internist in, and, and just from what you wore to the appointment to say I'm not dangerous, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to refer you out. And so this guy now, like, he's, he's making threats to come in and, like, shoot up the goddamn clinic. Oh, oh,
0: Jesus.
2: So, That'll help get you in the army real fast. I know. I yeah. like the idea that he's like, you know what'll get me in the army? They'll see that I have the go-get-em attitude and I'll go shoot people up myself. I don't even need to be told.
1: Now, what this guy needs is medicine. <laughs> yeah, This guy needs medication for whatever is going on with him. Uh, I mean, it won't cure autism, but, I mean, it's going to cure some of the other kooky stuff. By the way, he can go to Walmart and buy a rifle. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyways, he needs that. But because he has this dream of being a staff sergeant one day, he, he, he won't take them. He won't take what he needs because the Army's like, no, because that means you're crazy. God. So that's what that so, so he's gonna continue to be an unhinged individual so the army would be like, yeah, that way you're not crazy.
0: So they want to make sure that you're a hundred percent good so that they can make you PTSD and break you down they want to make sure that what they're destroying is very sound before we get into this as opposed to somebody where it's like well we already know there's a few flaws here maybe we can work with this and use this to our advantage that guy's just Gomer Pyle from fucking uh, uh, oh yeah from Full Metal (laughs) Jacket yeah, yeah that's all that is well that's what I'm curious about is
2: like Why are we putting in, like, the six-foot-five angry dude who likes shooting, quote-unquote, towel heads, why are we putting that guy in the army? Like, don't we have some kind of checks and balances when that guy shows up to be like... You know what? You don't belong. We shouldn't give you an I'm, M-16. Get, you know get what? moving.
0: I'm totally on the opposite side of that. I'm great with him being in the Army. So oh, So yeah? long as he's in the very, very, very front <laughs> of any war or any conflict. <laughs> well, because some people just got to catch a bullet every once in a while. Yeah, but here's the That's just the, the way thing, war works. But the he fr- didn't, and he came back. <laughs> yeah. Now he's got guns, and he's an
2: athlete. He can fucking
0: dodge that shit, apparently. Well, now, yeah,
2: and here's the problem is, like, if he's the front line, he's doing horrible things. There's something uh, a buddy of mine, uh, comedian Damien Ricado, who was in the infantry in Iraq, he, he told me all the time, which is like, at some point, we all grew up, like he and I grew up together, and we all grew up, my father was in the military, all our friends' fathers was in the military, something you held in high esteem and stuff. So he went off and joined the military after you run out of money for college, and he went off to Iraq, and he's like, man, it's something they don't tell you, but like... We're the stormtroopers. Yeah, like think of Star Wars. Yeah, I'm the stormtrooper right now. Like it, it, and they don't tell you that in basic training. Mm-hmm. And you get out there, and you realize there are guys who get off on that.
0: Like, oh yeah, that's their thing. They want to be the evil dude with the gun who tells everybody what to do. Doug Stanhope has a joke about uh, you know I support the military, but not all of it. Like some yeah. of those guys are just assholes. So they yeah. want to go out there and shoot guns, and if they get shot, good for them. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the way that plays. Yeah. But I think we need to have like like that like uh, like the first wave or whatever it is that we would have. Put all our psychopaths, put all of our craziest people and just throw that out. Well, the problem is... Take the homeless people from downtown (laughs) and just let them go with like a slingshot. And I promise you, whoever's on the other side of that attack is going to shit their pants way more than if I pointed a gun.
1: Changing gears. (laughs) Mother's Day. Uh, (laughs) Have you ever tried to do drugs and failed? Happened to me this week. Yes, sort of. So we'll go ahead and explain. Okay, so let me let me back it up a little bit to see how I arrived at trying to take acid Wednesday night.
2: <laughs> On a Wednesday? On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday.
1: On a Wednesday. That's a
2: long-term commitment for a short-term span of free time. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> And I arrived at that decision. So, uh, anyways, uh, it's Wednesday. Uh, my, the, the Fiends are playing their last show tonight, Saturday. So, last practice ever was Wednesday. So, we decided to all just, uh, after practice, go out and get shitty drunk at the okay. bar. We had a great time. And afterwards, we're like, let's go back and party at my house. You know, Aaron was with us. Me and Aaron got nothing to do the next day. We're like, fuck it. Let's just fucking have the guys over. At some point in our drunken uh, debauchery at my house, Aaron makes a suggestion. Let me go back a little further. <laughs> On Christmas at a comedy club, a friend of mine who is a comedian and pro wrestler who dresses as a clown mm-hmm. uh, and is now a that ca- can be anybody and is a carny uh, hands me a Christmas card and says "Love you, buddy." And I open it up and there's two hits of acid in it. And he's like, "That's my Christmas present to you." I'm like, "And I've never done acid before in my entire life, and I'm scared of it." Good present. At that point, I don't think I'd even done mushrooms. Maybe <laughs> I had, maybe I had. Ooh, uh, wow. But anyways, he gives them to me. I'm like, "Thanks, man." And I put it in my safe in my home, and there it sat. So then uh, I was on a road trip with a bunch of comics. I was like, you know, a professional wrestling clown comedian gave me acid for Christmas, and they're like, oh, us too. I'm like, how is it? They're like, are you crazy? I'm not uh, taking no acid from (laughs) McCartney. So so that furthered my decision to not take it. So then fast forward to Wednesday night, drunk at my house. My wife turns to me and goes, yo, Ryan, take that acid that clown gave (laughs) you. And I went, all right. <laughs> and it went, all right. I went, all right. And so she's like, let's see what happens. Fuck it. You're amongst friends. So I had two guys in the house that have done acid a bunch. And you're already house. drunk. I'm already drunk. So I have two friends that have done acid before. I'm like, ah, I don't want to take too much of it. Someone's like, split a tab, you know, and I just like split a tab. And they're like, Dude, you, you, you won't get enough. I'm like, yeah, I'll get enough. Uh, like, I, I want to ease into this whole acid thing. I don't want to see fucking a giant brown recluse crawl out of my wife's mouth. All right? Uh, and if I do, I want to have to be over in a little short, a reasonable amount of time. So I split a half with a guy, and the other guy takes a full dose. Now, we're sitting out oh there, and they're like, it's going to be okay. You're, you're amongst friends. It just, you know, they, they explain a few things about me. What time is this? 11. That's, why I'm like, that's what's going on in the back of my head. I'm like. So
2: you're seeking to be up till six <laughs> in the morning at minimum?
0: Like the yeah. next
1: day. So, uh, so, I got nothing to do the next day. Oh, yeah, you do. Ex- <laughs> you oh, yeah. do now. It, well, except a show the following night with Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, it'll be over by then. Sure so, uh, so anyways, I take it. My friends start feeling it. They're like, oh, this is good shit, actually. They're like, they're fucking doing that. They're waving the hand. I'm feeling nada. I didn't take enough. But now my friends are tripping. They look like they're having a blast. Yeah. And I'm there staring at the wall, waving my hand in front of me going, did Turn into a dinosaur! Turn into a. I want the spider crawling out of my wife's mouth! I want something! This is bullshit! You guys ate all my acid! <laughs>
2: and then he looks around and realizes there's no one there. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, that would
1: be great. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm still at the Taco Bell at Apple Valley. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good ass. That's what I put on my taco. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, um, so, anyways, so I, anyways, I feel nothing for uh, like yeah. It's been hours, and I'm like, fuck this, fuck you guys, I'm going to bed. And then I fall right asleep. But I feel realized the next morning when I wake up that I got all the bad stuff of acid and none of the fun stuff because I'm sweating profusely. I realize I, – I know right when I wake up I didn't get any REM sleep. I can feel uh-huh. it. Like I, I feel like I've not slept at all. I went unconscious, but I feel like I've not slept at all. So this whole day – I'm just fucking oozing out LSD and, and tired, and I can't sleep, and then I got to go do a show with fucking Dave. It was, I tried to do drugs, and I had the worst uh, outcome possible. This is like the
2: time that you tried to do mushrooms, and you and Aaron took them like 45 minutes before
0: bed. Oh, man.
1: You, you I guys need, need people to Sherpa me through these <laughs> yes, things. Yes, you, <laughs> you do. To,
0: you need to start with your drug decisions earlier yes. in the day. I'm yes, just gonna stick,
1: it. I'm just going to stick to booze and cocaine. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Even then, do that early. I know when don't tell me how to do cocaine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. You probably slept through all the good parts of the ass. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I want to see video that Aaron has of him just like running around the house like a madman that he has no recollection of. Sticking
0: his dick in the the house plant. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm making a hybrid! <laughs> so, Ryan, I've been, uh, I've been running this field school up in the mountains uh, in the, the ne'er-do-well place where Dave was talking about as you go up through the hills. we will be headline you... there tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we're out in the middle of nowhere doing this, and, and when we have all these kids out from UCSD, and, and we're teaching them how to do archaeology out there. And I got this thing where I started looking around and getting old man syndrome, where I'm looking around and I'm like, these fucking kids, they complain all the time, they're not doing their work, they just seem to be talking, like, what's wrong with these kids? These kids today, and then I caught myself and I was like, wait a second, wait a second, were you really that much better? Are you just looking back with rose-colored glasses at all the stuff you did right and forgetting the shitbag you were at all the in-between parts, like... Have kids really changed? Or is it just that your perception of how you were as a kid changed? Have you guys felt that before? Have you done the old man thing yet? Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. You know, this is something that I've really struggled with. And, and you know, I have a stepdaughter, but I'm choosing, uh, well, I, I'm not having any further kids with my wife right. as of right now. Because I grew up getting hit by yeah. my dad. And I'm not, I'm not trying to put him on blast or say he was a bad dad. He was not. He was doing what he knew, you know, to do. So, I grew up with the idea like, yeah, you gotta hit your kids. That's the only way they'll learn, you know? Right. So, I, that's how I thought growing up. Now, there's a lot of studies coming out, and I'm looking back at my own childhood, like, not knowing if that's the right decision, right. you know? But I will tell you that I do feel that because of that, there, there's there's this whole movement where pe- less and less people are using capital punishment with their kids, corporal punishment. Corporal punishment. It would be really bad if they were All using right, capital. God, punishment. Sorry. <laughs> Misspoke, Misspoke. <laughs> I Always do that. <laughs> That's actually quite biblical. It
2: does say you should kill your kids if they disobey. So maybe.
1: Yeah, oh oh oh! oh. Well, you got a D minus? Well, lethal injection. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, corporal punishment. So um, less and less people are hitting their kids. Now, um, I think that kids are now growing up a little bit healthier, okay, mm. where they're not equating, like, violence to, to justice and, yeah. and all sorts of things. But I do know for a fact that they're also, by and large, getting way more disrespectful in, the, in that sure. time. Because, well, yeah. like, I, I, I talked about in a uh, previous episode— um, some kids were fucking around like on my uh, on my property I didn't want to be a, uh, a get off my lawn kind of guy but I'm like oh you had to do it what are you kidding me I, now's I, your opportunity yeah here, uh, do I, it I, but I get out there I'm like hey yeah, guys practice your shaking fist I'm like <laughs> now I remember as a kid if, if I was out playing in, a, in an adult even one that I didn't know went hey you I'd go oh shit an adult's yelling at yeah. me and I'd fucking book it because I, the last thing I want is for him to call my old man and say He's, yeah. your kid's over here being an asshole right. I'm getting killed
0: that's because we had phone trees back in the yeah. day right. so you lived in a neighborhood everybody at everybody's number yeah. yeah
1: so so I'm like okay I remember being that age I'm gonna give him a little scare you know I don't really care that much but this will be fun for you I'm like I'm like, hey kids uh, scram there scram you know and uh, this one turned to me goes fuck you I'm like <gasps> <And> so, <laughs> I didn't know what I'm like well, I'm not allowed to hit this kid. And 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 if I call his parents, hes I'm going to guess his dad's going to be like, what were you saying to my son that would make him say that to you? <laughs> so I'm like, so they're, 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 I think that is directly tied into not using corporal punishment.
2: Yeah. So- well, maybe, or maybe, and this is what I was thinking. I was like looking around. I was like, look at this kid. He's not even doing the work that we're asking him to. What a shitty person. Like he's got this opportunity to do archaeology. It's a once in a lifetime chance for him. And now he's not like actually doing what he's supposed to do. But then I looked around and I was like, all right, but let's be fair. There's a bunch of other kids who are doing the right thing, right? So back when we were kids, there were you and me who would be terrified of an adult saying anything to us, but you better believe there was some other kid who'd say, fuck you, if an adult said something to well, them, right? I, know. We, I still so have maybe we ju- that said that. Yeah, maybe we just see the bad ones and we go, oh, these are all these kids, whereas we think back to the other uh, side yeah. of it. Well,
0: I think, it's, I think it's all relevant, to be honest with you. I think it's the state, like the... It's just it changes due to the fact of what they have around them. Like yeah. we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have yeah. the internet to be able to post my likes or whatever it is. You had to go out and do shit in the woods if you wanted yeah. to get likes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like I used to run over uh, the, the protesters, uh, uh, protesters in Alabama. Uh, <laughs> we used to run over. Uh, it was a blast. I would hit it. I had a 1978 Chevy Caprice, which nice. is the exact same make and model as the local police department at the yeah. time. Uh-huh. And I used to hit the median divide things, uh, the, the the big cones. Yeah, yeah. You know, well in the middle of that cone, what weighs it down is a sandbag. Yeah. So you hit one of those suckers. It makes the best flip over your car you've oh. seen. <laughs> so we used to hit them things all the time. You know. The kids are doing the same shit nowadays, you know? Like, don't get me wrong, I probably would have never had the, like... Gumption to go over and lick somebody's ice cream and put right. it back in the freezer yeah, type yeah. of shit. Like, that's just, you know, we had but respect for that more. level.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, all the shit. We once stole a metric ton of fertilizer, took that and a whole yeah. bunch of uh, porn mags, ripped them up and left them all over this yeah. one girl's lawn who had done nothing to us. We yeah. covered her cars yeah. and the lawn and the driveway yeah. and then scattered porn around. And then she had those, like, gates that closed. We closed them and locked them with our own lock, so oh, her own locks So her parents were stuck in the house on a Wednesday night. Well, oh, I think this funny. is the
1: whole thing. It's the same thing with cops. Like, how come cops are being more violent to black people lately. Like, no uh, No less, We're less, less violent less We're just violent. seeing it yeah. now Because yeah. as a kid I'm like I never see cops Get hit black people For no reason 100% less yeah. violent yeah. yeah So I think it's that We are now seeing it So we are saying uh, Saying oh they're getting worse When really it's just The same shit it's always been Yeah uh, Bobby I gotta know And I'm gonna ask you The same question mm-hmm. I want you to think of it When I ask him mm-hmm. Is you're a man That doesn't believe In hitting kids Nope 100 Now by the way Going back to when I was a kid If I said fuck you To a neighbor oh, He'd yeah. run over And fucking smack me Across the face I'd go into my dad And said, a neighbor's smack me and go should i ask him why and i'd go no 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 yeah. <laughs> So, so, so I can't That's do dangerous. that because you know I, I hit a, it's just not right to hit some yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but what would you do? Kids on your property. Let's say he's fucking shit up. Okay, yes. he's doing something wrong, and you say, "Hey, get out of here!" And he says, yeah. "Fuck you, Bobby." What do you do
2: now? Here, you have to remember that you are somebody different. This would not be advice that I would give to your average person, but I give it to you and Dave. Which is, you pull out your cell phone, you hit record. You put it on him, yeah. and you start roasting him like Brian <laughs> Moses is hanging out right next to you, right? Like, you go off on this kid as brutally as possible. And let me say, this kid has never been insulted like this. Because, again, we now have changed the educational system a little bit, where if you make fun of somebody a little bit, you can get suspended. Whereas we all grew up giving our buddies as much shit the as possible, right? So you have a superpower as far as this kid is concerned. Within a short amount of time, it is inevitable that he will either run away or cry or both. You now have that on on tape. Now, it is very easy to find the Facebook page of some young child nowadays and to post that as a link on his Facebook page of him sobbing in your front yard is much worse than any backhand slap you've ever got and is totally legal.
1: I feel <laughs> that I'd get a lot of backlash from
0: that. That is amazing. Yeah. I love every part of it. I would not do none of it Yes, and, uh, and probably legally advise against it, but man, I love every fucking part of it. Private, you're
2: not allowed to show a film of kids unless they're on private property. That's you are allowed lame. to tape whatever you want on your own private property and if
1: somebody happens to uh, not, get it. Whatever you want. There's some guys with some tapes in the basement that uh, they hope the cops don't find. But uh, uh, Dave, what what are you doing? Some kids uh, fucking with your mailbox. You say, get moving along. He says, fuck you, old man. What are you going to do about it? Oh, man, that would really depend.
0: I mean, listen, I got a fiery little temper on me. So I would say it would. And this is not a cop out. It would literally depend on the amount of traffic that day that I was in. <laughs> <laughs> it would depend on where my relationship was. Was there an argument that I lost recently? Right. Was there something I didn't say that I wanted to say? All did,
2: right, did the office
0: have creamer in the break yeah. room when you got your coffee? But, it, but probably, I. To be honest with you, I would probably just be like, "Oh man, fuck you." And then if I saw the kid, I'd I probably just walk away, huh. because in the back of my head, I know when we said "fuck you" to people and they said something back. Well, that was the first house that we went to go toilet paper. Ooh, or that's good. That was the one that we went to go. So we're at the mercy of these little shits? (laughs) Well, (sighs)
2: yes. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you tape them while humiliating them and then hold that
0: tape as ransom over his head for the rest of his life. I mean, I can tell you what in the back of my head, I would like to think that I would do but I know I wouldn't yeah. which yeah, is yeah. just turn the hose on him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that, actually not a bad one. Is that legal? Totally. Hunter, what do you what do you where are you going to I want to see the paperwork where they go. He hit me with a very large squirt gun. <laughs> in yeah. these in these
1: days that's assault. Again, no, 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 again, no. private thumb property. In, yeah,
2: yeah, thumb in, hit him with the hose. Yeah, or from now on you start putting like signs up on your lawn right along the border <laughs> that's like private property do not trespass. Uh violators will be mocked incessantly and then squirted yeah. with a hose. So there you
0: go. I love the mocking part and, yeah. and I you know what? I mean. The honest answer is, yeah. That's probably the best thing to do is just put your camera up on them and go. And, what are you going to do? And
2: let's be honest, that would be way worse than getting your ass beat. We all got oh, our ass beat a thousand times in our life. It, we, do, do you remember any of that? Are they dramatic yes. memories? No, I go like, <laughs> yes, I remember a few very, I, very, a, very I, fondly. I remember <laughs> ass beatings as like, I get my ass beat. It's not oh, a big I deal. I never
0: got beat as a kid. I got worse. I got a Jewish mother, so <laughs> no, I, no, no. I, I prayed to get, I would pray to get hit so that way I wouldn't have to feel this fucking pain inside of my ears. Oh,
2: I'm just talking about getting your ass beat by the larger kids that are around you or the adult or somebody else, right? I, I got lucky. Yeah, oh, so we. I got a lot of that. And, and in my mind, I just go, ah, oh, that's the time I got my ass beat. Right. But if I was ever humiliated, I will think about that sporadically on a Tuesday night when I'm going to sleep, just like, oh my God, that was horrible. Like, I, I've never done that with an ass beating.
1: In other news, a child has killed himself because a comedian posted a video of him right. <laughs> ridiculing him on his Facebook, which led to months of bullying.
2: Comments section seem to agree. Well done, kid. You did the right thing. (laughs) But if you got over five hundred likes, then we all know that that makes (laughs) it legally fine. And that's why that kid has been following a Kansas motivational
0: speaker. <laughs> we've done more we've done more promo for this ex-husband. <laughs> no wonder he's got so many fucking followers. <laughs> People can't stop talking about him. Forget about, forget about the words of inspiration. We're just talking about him as a demotivational human. My followers are all Russian bots and 16-year-olds from the San Diego County suburbs. <laughs> Where is this huge piece of shit? I gotta read what this is. <laughs>
1: Holy fuck! They're right. Tell my friends. I'll find his Twitter. Oh, All God. right. Oh, we got to get out of here. Dave, before we go, any shows coming up, buddy?
0: <laughs> oh, God. I uh, got to look at my... Uh, yeah, I think I'm at the... Uh, matter of fact, next weekend, I'm at the Comedy Palace tonight. Uh, I'm at the Comedy Palace all weekend next weekend. Tonight, I'm at the Madhouse. I'll be doing three shows down we'll there. Won't air till Tuesday,
1: buddy. Where are you at next weekend? <laughs>
0: I'll be at the Madhouse Comedy Club. Uh, and that's it. Bobby, when's the next Nerd Night? Nerd Night, first Tuesday of every month, 32
2: North Brewing. And uh, I guess you, you guys won't hear it till now. If any uh, of you are at Comic Con, I will be doing the Nat Geo after party tonight, so I'll see you there.
1: All right. And my show in Alpine is coming up this uh, Friday. That is July 26th. That will be headliner Trenton Davis with me as a host. I will be asking Trenton about that cue ball story, and maybe he'll tell it live. Anyway, I'm Ryan for uh mr Dave Wright and Robert Timothy saying see you next week cruising with the twos if you really work hard and follow my advice you too could be divorced with a meth problem <laughs> and living in Kansas <laughs>
0: time The fucking time is
1: passing by.
0: When you line up uh, in, the, in the hairs, one of them towel heads, and you pull the trigger, that's better than any tackle.